Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I'm Lori Gottlieb. I'm the author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, and I write the Dear Therapist Advice column for The Atlantic. And I'm Guy Winch. I'm the author of Emotional First Aid, and I write the Dear Guy Advice column for TED. And this is Dear Therapists. This week, we're going to check in on a guest from season two to hear how they're doing a year later. First, a quick note. Dear Therapists is for informational purposes only, does not constitute medical or psychological advice, and is not a substitute for professional healthcare advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician, mental health professional, or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or psychological condition. By submitting a letter, you are agreeing to let iHeartMedia use it in part or in full, and we may edit it for length and clarity. In the sessions you'll hear, all names have been changed for the privacy of our guests. Today, we're going to check in with Paul. Paul's episode was called Paul's Inappropriate Boss. And the story was that Paul worked in a library with Sharon, his boss. And she would text him after work hours, all kinds of late hours of the night, even though Paul asked her not to do it and to respect his private time. She would also delegate her own responsibilities to him, but not credit him for handling them, and she would violate his boundaries in other ways. Now, Paul tried setting limits with Sharon, but he felt she wasn't respecting those limits. And since she was his boss, he also felt powerless as to what else he could do as a subordinate without risking his job or opportunities for advancement. Sharon aside, he enjoyed being a librarian. He just wasn't sure what path to take given his current situation. So let's get a reminder from that session. Sharon, for example, I kind of went back into that situation where, you know, just by her walking in, I'd be able to tell by the look on her face if she was going to be crouchy all day. She would kind of contact me outside of work to keep that conversation going. I would just see my phone light up and it'd be a text message. I said, hey, if this is work related and I'm not at work, I really would like if you could just email me instead. She didn't really do that. So I think generally it's just this predisposition to being so into and in tune with people and then modifying my behavior to make sure that I'm not making them angry. And I think that also goes along with why I have so much difficulty with like the second guessing kind of thing, where if I do set a boundary, I think to myself, am I being mean? Is this, you know, am I presenting it in in the wrong way? Is it reasonable? Yeah, exactly. You're listening to Dear Therapist from iHeartRadio. 
We'll be back after a short break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dear Therapist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Dear Therapists. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. So let's hear how Paul is doing a year later. Hey, Lori. Hey, Guy. It's Paul, and I'm calling to update you about how things have been since I was on the show. So since being on, I'd say that my level of stress and anxiety around work and working with Sharon has come down almost to the point of being non-existent. Of course, there's periods of time when that's not the case, but I've gotten a lot better at figuring out how to set boundaries to make my day a little bit easier. I've continued to read a lot about boundaries and mental health and spend a lot of time sharing content from the mental health community on Instagram, including the content from you, Lori and Guy. And I've really enjoyed how many of my friends have been sharing the same content and initiating conversations with me about boundaries. So the issues I had when we talked are nearly gone at this point, and I feel completely different about the situation than I did when we first talked. Like Lori said, Sharon tried to slip texts in every now and again after our conversation. So I reminded her, usually in person when we were back in the office, that I wouldn't respond to messages when I'm off work. Eventually, she stopped and would mention to me how she wanted to send me something over the weekend, but decided she shouldn't because she didn't want to bother me during my time off. So it seems like she did actually understand what I was asking for when we had our conversation about not talking outside of work. There's actually some changes coming up, and Sharon's not going to be my boss anymore after next month, so I think the dynamic is going to continue to change for the better. As a result of our conversation, I've gotten so much better at understanding and being aware of how much control I actually have in every relationship. I've been able to accept that I can't control others, and I can use what I know about people or what I might anticipate they will do to help me make better choices about how I want to handle things. So because of that, I feel a lot less responsible for how others respond to me and a lot more responsible for doing what's best for me. Since I don't get much fulfillment from the relationships I have with people at work, I've made it a point to make some new friends and set up recurring calls with some people I really enjoy. So that's helped me make up for what I don't get when I'm in the office. 
The situation I experienced was pretty difficult for me, but what's come out of it has been great. I feel like my relationships have become so much better and I'm better able to recognize people who are good for me to be around. The most important thing I realized was how much my mindset was the same as it was when I was younger and had no choice but to be obedient, even if it was harmful to me. Listening back to the podcast episode, it was actually a little scary to see how much we can imprison ourselves based on what we think and how I thought that there wasn't anything I could do to make my situation better. Knowing how much control I do actually have is incredibly important because it's true in every relationship I have, and there are very few circumstances where anyone can be 100% stuck. I've taken what I've learned from our conversation and I've applied it to all of my relationships. I feel so much more comfortable having and expressing what I need. And when people show me that they can or won't follow what I'm asking for, I adjust my mindset and expectations accordingly. Of course, it's still disappointing when I find that someone's unable to respect my boundaries, but the reality is that everyone's not for me and I'm not for everyone. So it's okay to not expect that everyone can and will be able to respect my boundaries. All this time later, and I'm still really grateful for the conversation that we had. Each time I've listened to the podcast again, I've heard another layer of kindness and compassion from you both. And I really appreciate having had you both to encourage me. I think my conversation with Sharon gave me permission to set boundaries everywhere in my life, and it only gets easier each time. For anyone listening, I really want them to know that it can seem really hard and scary to advocate for yourself when no one around you has ever respected your boundaries, but you can still set them and you really should be proud of yourself when you do, no matter the response you get. What I love about hearing from people a year later is that we know what happened the week after we had a session with them. And usually there's some progress that's made, but a year later you can really see how the session has impacted their life in a much more global way. And I love what Paul said about how when he started setting boundaries at work, it translated to other areas of his life. And now he applies it to all of his relationships. And I think the other important thing is that he was able to see from our conversation, the connection between his inability to set boundaries as a child and that feeling of helplessness and then not being able to do that as an adult and realizing that he is free to do that now. He isn't shackled in that way. And I think when people make those connections, that's the first step in really setting themselves free and being able to set expectations for what they want in their relationships. I completely agree. And I think after a year, you can see not just what he understood and is applying, but what he really internalized. And what he's internalized is the message here that boundaries are a statement about what you won't accept, not about what the other person should do. And that helps you because you can only be responsible for setting the boundary, not for whether they listen to it. You might have to keep setting it. And he really got that. And it sounds like he doesn't get triggered when that happens occasionally with Sharon anymore. He very calm about it because he understands that's not a reflection on him, that he'll just repeat the boundary. And then sure enough, she actually comes to him and says at some point, oh, I was going to text you, but I didn't because I know you don't like it. So there's the proof of the pudding that he really got it. And he was so consistent that she finally got it. And what he did so beautifully was he maintained the boundary. I think a lot of people feel like if I set the boundary and then the other person violates my boundary, then the boundary has failed. And what people start to discover about boundaries is that they need to be maintained, that simply and clearly you need to repeat the boundary, often for quite a while in the beginning until the person 
really gets it. And it sounded like even when Sharon tested those boundaries, he was able to stay clear about what his boundary was. And I know that a lot of our listeners have issues with boundaries, A, because we hear from them about that, and B, because given our work, we know that a lot of people have trouble setting boundaries. And again, the typical mistake is they might set the boundary, but then they don't maintain it. What we're hearing from Paul is that once he learned to do it in one domain, in one relationship, he's been able to do it in others. And I think the tip for our listeners here is that this is a skill set. If you need to develop it, start with the easiest people with whom you can set the boundary and maintain it. And once you've acquired the skill set and see that it works, despite the emotional discomfort of having to repeatedly set the boundary, that gives you more confidence to then apply it in other relationships. And what Paul said is really important, that it can be scary to set boundaries, especially in the beginning, if you haven't had the experience of people respecting your wants or your needs earlier in life. And I'm so glad that he acknowledged that because I think that a lot of people feel like, well, what's wrong with me that I'm so scared to set a boundary? And I think you see with Paul, he was afraid, he pushed through, and it really worked out well for him. So I hope that listeners will go back and listen to the episode, Paul's Inappropriate Boss, hear where he was back then, and learn something about themselves and how they can set boundaries from Paul's experience. And it's funny because Paul said, when I re-listen to the episode, I learn something new each time. There's a new layer that he discovers. And I think our listeners will have the same experience. But Laurie, I want to tell you something. I listened to one of our episodes a few days ago from last season, and I heard new layers in some of the things that you were saying. In other words, you can't attend to all the information all at once. Every time you listen, you learn something. These are episodes that are worth re-listening to, especially if you have some kind of issue or some kind of difficulty in that similar domain. Next week, a woman who has elaborate revenge fantasies about the people in her life wants to understand why she does this and how she can stop. I have no training in how to have a positive conversation. I think it feels shameful as a grown woman that I can't defend myself. And so I take all of that hurt and I channel it towards these letters. If you're enjoying our podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free so that you don't miss any episodes. And please help support Dear Therapists by telling your friends about it and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews really help people to find the show. If you have a dilemma you'd like to discuss with us, email us at laurieandguy at iheartmedia.com. Our executive producer is Noel Brown. We're produced and edited by Josh Fisher. Additional editing support by Helena Rosen, John Washington, and Zachary Fisher. Our interns are Ben Bernstein, Emily Gutierrez, and Silva Lifton. And special thanks to our podcast fairy godmother, Katie Kurek. You can't wait to see you at our next session. Dear Therapist is a production of iHeartRadio. Fish food. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now.